Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is David Nock. David Nock is the CEO of DocuPace, a solutions provider focused on digitizing and automating operations in the financial advice and investment industry. David currently serves as the immediate past chair of the Financial Services Institute Board of Directors and has been voted one of the 25 most influential people in the investment advisory industry two years in a row. 2018 and 2019. Well, good afternoon, David. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian, I appreciate it. So happy to be here. Thank you very much for having me. You bet, David. This is exciting. Uh, again, I say this all the time on my podcast, but this is the favorite part of my, as they say, my job, right? It's not really a job, but I love interviewing people and sharing your story to the world. So thank you. And David, we're going to jump into the questions. First off, you got quite a career in fintech leadership, software as a service, and now you're the CEO of DocuPace. Could you share with our audience, the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? That's a great question. Thanks. You know, I'm not sure there's a big secret here. I'll start with this by saying, you know, I remember hearing from a colleague once after I got a promotion he said, well, you know, if that's how hard I have to work, I'm not sure it's for me. Um, you know, so there, there is an element of hard work, I think, that comes around this, which really is probably no secret to anybody who's listening to this podcast. And, you know, I'll probably emphasize a few times, maybe as we talk, just how critical, I think the basics are to, you know, career growth. And I guess my personal inspiration, I will say on top of that, though, I do believe work-life integration matters. Uh, I certainly don't believe in in self-sacrifice for work. I think it's important to have a, you know, a robust and integrated life of which work's a huge part. You know, I guess going a little deeper, right, my, my personal purpose is to challenge others to create and lead purposeful lives. So if you ask me what, you know, David Nock is about, that's sort of my, my personal guiding principle. You know, in my my business perspective, right, the business purpose is actually really integrated with that, which I guess you hopefully you'd expect it to be. And it's really to be a significant, meaningful part of a team, you know, that's striving for excellence and to be better each day. I've got a, you know, a pretty strong guiding belief in incrementalism. It's not to say that vision's not important, but your vision comes to be reality with a few baby steps each and every day. So my measure of a good day is today a little bit better than yesterday. Um, do we take a step forward today? That's a that's a good feeling for me. You know, so I ended up being profoundly motivated by a sense of progress, by purposeful change, not change for change's sake, but change that matters. You know, I, I will say I believe the purpose of business is to make people's lives better. And I want to be part of organizations that lean into that purpose, right? So these are things that begin to inspire me. I will say I'm a strong disbeliever in command and control management principles for what it's worth, but you know, I do know their place. I know how to use them. It's just, you know, they're, they need to be in my at least view of leadership, they need to be used pretty sparingly. I think in contrast, you know, my personal belief is, you know, we need to elevate organizational empowerment through role clarity, power sharing, idea democratization, business transparency, or at least pushing the envelope with it. And all that needs to get matched with discipline and business operation and accountability far too often. You know, I think uh, leaders or organizations will try to move into organizational empowerment, but not realize that you've got to have strong accountability and process that comes along with it on the other side. You know, I think this this is a, all important because the client experience depends on it, right? This focus on the people in the business empowerment, the client experience depends on it. We can't be excellent to our customers if we're not excellent to each other. I believe it's unsustainable for external culture to be different and exceed internal culture. I mean, you can do it for a period of time, but ultimately your internal culture is what ends up being reflected externally. And I think even more simply, our vocations, I believe, are a reflection of our identity. And, you know, there were our families trust us to be cared for when we're away from them. And I think because of that, we owe 
our people our best if we expect them to give our best. So I guess I'll sum it all up by saying, you know, I'm inspired by purposeful businesses, by teams that believe in excellence, by a focus on employee empowerment and the employee experience as a path to success. And I guess as simple as it seems, you know, strong business morals and ethics to support this belief I have the purpose of businesses to make people's lives better. So I don't know, depending how you look at it, unfortunately or fortunately, I think the basics of good business seem to work really well. There's probably no secret in that ultimately. I appreciate that. And, you, and you're right. A lot of people say there's really no secret. It's it's really something that can be applied by, through learning and, and mentorship or coaching. So I appreciate that. And David, as you know, everybody globally has to make these major shifts to adapt to this new normal. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a it's an interesting question for us in that we've got sort of a unique position in the middle of the new normal that you're describing about the pandemic. So, you know, from our standpoint, you know, we're we're pretty honored that our technology digitizes the back office operations of enterprise wealth management firms. So, with about ninety thousand financial advisor and back office users registered to use the platform that we've created. We've enabled remote work where historically that work has been manual. So this has been, you know, the, the, what you know what you are describing as the new normal, which I think is to many people sort of as old normal for us. You know, it's a it's a way of doing business that we've been advocating for for so long. It's certainly something that our technology has been trying to empower. So you know, interestingly, this you know this sort of moment in this digital conversion for businesses. I mean, it's been good for. DocuPace's business for our platform. It's certainly good for the customers of ours who've already adopted the technology. I mean, I will say, you know, we are keenly aware that our business runs counter cyclically to so many others, particularly right now. So, you know, we we don't, you know, we don't look at our success sort of boastfully. We realize that there's a worldwide, certainly US-based pandemic, and not all businesses are in the same position we are. We just try to balance that with saying, you know, we we think we play a pretty key role. And keeping the financial services industry well functioning, even when clients and financial advisors can't really get together like they used to, or business may not process the way we used to. So, you know, I will say just extending, because I think this new normal you're describing is here to stay for a while. And I don't think it's a 2020 or 2021 phenomenon, right? You know all the same statistics I do about you know how quickly this has digitized businesses you know, worldwide. I will say we're part, you know, we're grateful to be part of that digitization work. Really not just for the benefits creating during the pandemic, but ultimately longer term by automating non-discretionary activities in our clients and the clients, you know, we, you know, in our, our prospect clients, um, you know, we, we free people up to bring their best selves and their best capabilities to work every day by focusing on automating the task, you know, by focusing on automating non-discretionary activities so people can bring their best selves and their best capabilities and they can you know, focus on the valuable tasks that actually need their critical thinking and discretion. So, you know, we we believe that through our automation and digitization and this conversion to a new normal, we're actually raising the employee experience. We actually think it's an opportunity for people to get away from frustrating processes and outdated technologies, and you know, a way to get people bringing their best selves. You know, from a growth standpoint, you know, the business is working on you know, helping our our clients digitize their or helping more clients, frankly, digitize back office operations. From a prospect spec standpoint, we particularly believe that there are some new markets that. We don't serve today that we feel have the same right to execution excellence as the markets we do serve. So we're we're focused on trying to thoughtfully and meaningfully start to work with some new new markets and do it in a way that really respects the so unique nature of those markets. It's not just a sales capability, you know, sales opportunity for us. It's an opportunity to sort of meaningfully serve. We we're also trying to help 
our existing clients do more back office work in our technology by either acquiring or building new and necessary capabilities. You know, our technology is open on our clients' desktops all day long. And, you know, we're trying to work hard to make sure they can do as much of the work as possible inside of a single system. You know, we do think that creates a better experience for everybody. And, you know, finally, we're trying to make critical experiences even better by, you know, adding AI and RPA modules to enable faster processing of work. We're working on real-time reporting modules, benchmark across all the clients on our platform to you know, help us inform our users and enable them to analyze their processes and to elevate their customer experiences. So as more clients come onto this platform due to the pandemic, we we have an opportunity to, to really emphasize where their digital operations go in the future by taking product and platform growth pretty seriously. So, David, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, we've all had to shift and rise to the challenge. And it looks like you've done pretty well considering that, you know, you really had to innovate and think of new ways to continue to serve your customers. So I appreciate the share. And David, last question, really want to, and this is the, what this platform is focused on is, is to technology, right? Are you currently leveraging any new or emerging tech in your tech stack? If not, maybe there's some really cool tool or app that you're using that you might be able to share with us. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. I appreciate it. I actually started to mention it, right? We're, we're working with a partner right now to incorporate you know, artificial intelligence and robotic process automation modules into our technology. You know, our, our technology is automating task-driven work. So we're on, you know, helping wealth management firms onboard new customers. We're integrating all the documents and data with electronic signatures and moving them to the, you know, the third-party partners that they may be working with that need the, the data or documents. We're routing all the documents through complex workflows, through back offices, we're leaving documents at rest, right? So sort of, you know, given the task-driven nature of our platform, I think there are areas where this technology can really help, such as the forms filling process or task routing or transaction surveillance. I think there's opportunities for us to to be able to process work faster and better. And we think AI and RPA are are a huge part of doing that. So we're we're working pretty heavily right now with a partner to incorporate some of that capability into the platform as modules that people can add in thoughtfully as they need to. The other thing we're working on, it's very early, but it's certainly in our, our conversations today, our, our customers are typically or almost exclusively in regulated businesses. So we're, as I said, in the very early stages of this, but we're you know, researching a blockchain can improve the security and auditability of the data, the records, the transactions that are in our environment. So security and audit, auditability is pretty key for our clients. And we're very curious about how blockchain can sort of help us with the chain of custody across all of the, the data and document records that our system is holding on to. So um, again, very early stage, but we see a we see a pretty direct implication there. That's awesome. I appreciate that. We've learned so much more about the expansion of things around RPA, NLP, GDP3, blockchain uh, due to COVID. You know, like I said, I think people have really woken up and realized that, wow, we need to rethink how we do business. So David, I appreciate you sharing that. I'd like to also say it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Brian, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye for now. 